Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man always gets his way. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Free Money Podcast here, season three of the Three Free Money Podcast with me. Matt Jones and Drew Franklin on an absolutely beautiful Wednesday, just three days before the start of the season. It is our favorite thing to do, which is talk about college football and gambling. This year, the Free Money Podcast is sponsored by Oracle Betting Solutions. Now, I don't know if you know what Oracle Betting Solutions is, but they're the best place for real-world betting predictions for football. They get a complete history. Of all the winning percentages by color code, they survey 15 independent betting experts daily, and they do over-under picks for every game. It's crazy. Very crazy. They do college football, NBA. They do all the sports, too. So, OracleBettingSolutions.com. Do we have a code or anything for people, or do we – We'll look well, into it. One day we'll have a code. For now, just go to their website. Just go to the website. Go to Oracle Betting Solutions. And next week we'll actually use some of their betting solutions yeah. to They're solve. They're new, so they haven't actually gotten into college football yet. We'll have to see how they yeah, do Yeah, because we, so we don't know if they have solutions yet. Yeah, but they, I think they do have solutions. You go to Oracle Betting Solutions. Here's why I like them. Because when you look at it, it looks like the way KSR did eight or ten years ago. I got on there and browsed around, and I like another website that says, you know what, we don't need flashy. Yeah, I don't We need, have substance. We I don't, don't need color in no, my website. They got a little bit of color. They have three or four colors. But they're like us. There's too much. Just don't know. Give no, us the meat and potatoes. No flashy graphics. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like Ryan Lemon's hair. There's not a lot of it, but where what it's covering, it looks good. What matters is the info. And so that's Oracle Betting Solutions, and thank them for uh, for being the title sponsor. If you like this podcast, Oracle Betting Solutions. Now, Drew, we've been doing this for three years. That We now have uh, our guy Bradley over here is, is videotaping it. So for us to use – I say videotaping like I'm from like – <laughs> Yeah, I'm he has it on his shoulder. <laughs> There's a videotape over there. But it's, he's going to, like, produce little videos, which I'm sure everybody wants to see us in all of our glory. He will, and this is also – I know we did a podcast in the office once before, but we were choking on dust from construction. Yeah. We're actually in KS office that even has a KS bathroom in it now. It's clean. We're, we're official. Drew took a KS poop just a <laughs> few minutes ago, yeah, and it was and, – and thankfully we had a way to make and it go. Maria bought great KS toilet paper, <laughs> so we're, we're ready to rock. Now, this is our office. By the way, if you've ever been to KS Bar, above KS Bar – is our is our office and it was really uninhabitable for about a year because when they built the tilted kilt uh, in addition to Scottish uh, skirts they also imported all the Scottish dust <laughs> yes and it, and got it went into straight the office up to us and it got into the office and it didn't work very well but now for season two we are here it is nice we've got all kinds of stuff around here and and if you ever do business with this you can come up here and see the office yeah i'm excited to use it it's nice as much as i love working in my boxers on the couch it's good to get out and see other people on a work day yeah and we, we i often would do work at the bar which was fine except everyone always stops you and i end up eating and it's not <laughs> good this is much a much better yes. a much better excited situation now for those of you that have listened over the years this podcast is essentially picking college football games, but for people who don't really care. Because if you really care and you're spending a lot of money, go to Oracle Betting Solutions. Don't listen to yeah. me and Drew. I, I do not want any people calling me up and saying or writing me, oh, I bet, I bet on Nevada because of you. No, don't. I, I, this, 
just listen. It's for entertainment. If you bet on it, that's fine. I'm going to brag when I win. I'm going to ignore when I lose. That's what we do. And we're going to give our analysis, but it's not what you expect. I'm not going to tell you that in the last 17 night games, Georgia Tech has covered the spread 14 times. That all is pointless. <laughs> we're just going to tell you what we think about of these games heading into them with very little research done beforehand. Yes. Now, you have the spreads, right? Uh, I'm going to look them up as we go. One of the things that happens if you've listened to this podcast is I say a game. It takes Drew 30 to 45 seconds to find the spread. KS Office has good KS <laughs> Wi-Fi, so we should be better. And that's the way this works, and we will probably at some point digress. Now, if you've <laughs> listened over the, the years, you understand that our favorite thing to do is to make fun of Phil Steele. Mm-hmm. When I met Phil Steele, I've never met him as a human being and would not want to do that. But when I, when I did, I, it was years ago, I bought his little magazine, which is the worst magazine. I mean, it's a good magazine for information, but there's never been a more poorly put together thing than the Phil Steele magazine. A lot of unnecessary text, and the font is tiny. I mean, you literally go blind trying to read it, and none of it is important. It's like the tight ends for Michigan State in 2008. Well, who cares? None of those people are on campus. Some of them have, are starting to draw Social Security. I don't care what they did in 2008, but Phil Steele still brings it up. So we like to mock him. Now, back in the day, he, he was my source for good picks. He was good at it. He, you know, I would bet his biggest picks of the week, Andrew, I would do really well. Not so much anymore. Over the last few years, what we've learned is whatever he says, do the opposite. And as a matter of fact, last year, there was a ranking of the 20 best college football cheat sheets, and he came in last. Oh, I hate to see that because – he is a legend of the game, but like all people, you get a little older, get a little rust. You're not in your prom anymore. I think he's on the downslope of the handicapping you college think, football. You think we're heading to the the, the back end of the Phil Steele era? It mean, doesn't mean he didn't win championships in his prime. It's just getting closer and closer to retirement. Yeah, He's I, Jordan with the Wizards right now. Oh, I, you're giving him too much credit. He's Jordan I, with the Bobcats he right is, now. No, he is Shaq with the Celtics. <laughs> or the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Two teams I kind of forgot he played for. Uh, he played for the Celtics. Oh, actually, Shaq was the worst with Cleveland. Did you know he played for – do you remember yeah. he played for Cleveland with a young LeBron, I think? Shaq was, just started collecting jerseys towards the end of his career. Yeah, so he – we will call Phil, Phil, Phil Steele. Phil Steele. We will call Phil Steele Shaq with Cleveland, and that's what he is. So, so when I – we use his picks for organizational purposes. But I would be very – it's very important for me to note – don't believe anything he says. Our picks are what matter, even though we don't want you to blame us. Now, so the first thing I do, of course, is tell you what his four-star lock of the week is. And he picks the Florida State-Boise State game. What is the uh, – Florida State, of course, coming off Willie Taggart. Last year they nearly lost to Samford in a game that I watched all of, and Samford actually blew the game, should have beaten them. Florida State did not do well last year. I think they went like – four and eight or something. Boise State has been good for years, although I don't know who their coach is or any of their players. What, what's the spread? The spread is four and a half. Florida State. Is, uh, and this game is being played somewhere weird, isn't it? Isn't it being played in like Atlanta or Dallas or It doesn't Phoenix? seem like a game that would be played in Boise or Florida. Yeah, it's being played somewhere weird. It's being held at TIAA Bankfield in Jacksonville. It's being okay. held in Jacksonville. Okay. Four and a half. He has his four-star lock of the week, Florida State, by 17. So he's very confident because that's that's more than double the spread. That's actually more than quadruple More than quadruple. Spread. 
Uh, we also, people remember, we bring in Odd Shark. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the Odd Shark pick. It is a computer-generated score. Yes. They have Florida State winning 31.8 to 21. I'm, I'm looking forward to that point. So both play. Phil and Odd Shark are, are predicting. Now, we learned over the years that if, if Phil, Odd Shark, and us all said the same thing, that that actually was a pretty good thing to go with. Yes. We called it the uh, double shot quadruple in your face play. Mm-hmm. And you, so we've got Phil, we've got, uh, we got Odd Shark. What are you taking? I'll add one more stat. 88% of the money so far is on Florida State to cover. That's not usually a bad so sign, though, it, though, I right? know. It seems that no one is believing in Boise State, which makes me want to get crazy. I'll go Boise State. I don't know so the you're quarterback. Not gonna, so you're not going to make this a quad play? It's too much. The, the public's on them. Odd Shark's on them. Phil's on them. I'm going against the grain with my first pick. Does it change your mind that Florida State has a quarterback named Alex Hornybrook? It only makes me feel better <laughs> about my pick. Florida State, by the way, according to Phil here, returns 16 starters, and there's a location advantage. They'll have a they'll have a, a crowd lean. Boise fans travel. I know that's a long drive from Idaho. You think to they Florida. drove? You think that you think they decided to drive? <laughs> well, from actually, Boise even to we flew to Boise, so I bet they flew far away. All right. Well, I'm, I, I'm going with Phil. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm only doing I'm, it to I, be different. I, no, don't don't do it to be different. We're trying to give people the right. Okay, picks. then I yeah, Hornybrook, you got me back on. So you're I'll taking go the Florida, Florida State, but right. I do I worry when too many people are on the same side. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep track this year of our picks. So I'm M and D both on Florida State, uh, and and the line is four and a half. Is that right? Yes, M- minus four and a half. All right, his three star semi locks of the week. What is the spread for Wisconsin and South Florida? Um, well, this is this is the part where we have to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great things about and a half. this, for those of you, twelve and a half. Uh, twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Uh, he's got Wisconsin by six, so he is picking South Florida to cover. You know, South Florida was good last year with Charlie Strong. Um, they're playing this game. Uh, uh, Let's see, the Badgers did play in this venue in the Outback Bowl. So, where's the Outback Bowl? Tampa. So, this game is in Tampa. So, South Florida is the host, giving them no respect. Do you agree with Phil? I'm going to take South Florida. Me too. Wisconsin's going to be very good this year, but they're Big Big Ten good. They get away from the Big Ten and they get confused because people pass. And if you've ever been in Wisconsin, the idea of sunlight is not something they're used to. And so, they have to go to Tampa. There's going to be all this sun. Uh, they get stuck at the – They're going to stop everywhere for fruits on the way down because they don't get that in Wisconsin. They're going to be hanging out the night before with Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's not going to work out. So, I'm going I'm, – I'm agreeing with you. We're both, we're both riding the first two games with Phil Steele. You're taking South Florida. I don't love that we're on the same page as Phil, but I'm sticking with my two picks so far. Charlie Strong, does he still – Bradley, is he still cut? Like, he, like, like, like Charlie Strong – by the way, the whole scandal with Charlie Strong is something that doesn't get talked about enough. Well, with so many scandals going on, there's only so much but, but room the, but to his hold all was, of them. His was a lot more sultry than the other scandals. His was the one that, like, it was like a booster's, yeah, wife, booster's wife, and he would fly her down, and like, was it? Wasn't that the? Wasn't that That's the story? The, I, 
There was some alleged adultery. I was not in the room, so I don't feel comfortable <laughs> speaking on it. Well, I mean, but I it was alleged. I don't think anybody. I don't think the. I don't think people's concern was what happened in the room. I think it was <laughs> they they used the booster planes to go yes. pick her up and fly her to the game. And I googled Charlie Strong to see if he's still cut, and it looks like he has switched to a turtleneck under a sweater at games. I mean, he listen. That's if, when you've let go. If I look like that, I, first of all, I would never wear a turtleneck. I'd, I'd coat <laughs> shirtless if I were Charlie Strong. <laughs> he, 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 but he's a good coach, right? I mean, he did well at Louisville. He is. He, his only problem was he Texas. He was on top, and he's, he's fallen so far. He's slowly ca- crawling back up. Well, I think he's going to crawl back up by scaring the living bejesus out of Wisconsin in, uh, in Tampa this weekend. All right, go uh, Bulls. All right, now, for people who are, who are listening, we have a camera, which means we're going to do some of these games as, like, camera picks. So, for this one – we're gonna look. We're gonna like act like that. We have a ca- we're like part of this camera. Thing. Okay. All Hello, right. camera. Here we go. His net. Phil Steele's next three star Toledo and Kentucky. One of his three picks of the week. Phil Steele says Toledo and Kentucky. Kentucky is an eleven and a half point favorite at home. Phil Steele says Toledo will only lose by five. He's got Kentucky 28-23. He picks Toledo as one of his three best picks of the week. What are your thoughts? I'm going to disagree with Phil. I'm not going to bet on this game because I do think Toledo will play well. First game of the year, it's going to be sloppy. Tell me one thing you know about Toledo. Well, Bryant Kobach is a uh, – No, not just the team, the city. Uh, well, it's big for the glass industry. Uh, the glass industry. Yeah, they actually play in the glass bowl. Uh, Kenny Rogers wrote Lucille up? about a trip to Toledo. Uh, Katie Holmes is <laughs> from Toledo. That's a that, at a bar in Toledo across from the depot. Am I wrong? That is a really good call. How See, did you? You thought you were going to stump me. How did you remember that Kenny said at a bar in Toledo across from the depot? Just popped. In By my the head. way, that song is one of the most depressing songs. You know, she left him right while he had four hungry children and a crop in the field to go gallivanting in Toledo. Yeah, and the song's based on Toledo football. Uh, One more fun Toledo fact. Guess where I spent Christmas Eve this year? I'm gonna uh, get, the story's not good unless it's Toledo. A casino no, you in did Toledo. Not. You did yes. not go to a casino in Toledo. And I got my ass kicked by the blackjack table on Christmas Eve. What is the scenario that makes it to where you need to be in a casino? First of all, how depressing is a Toledo casino on Christmas Eve? Not a lot of people there, but the people that were there, very sad. <laughs> they were probably saying the same about me. <laughs> Why were you there? Well, I did Christmas at, at where Abby's from in Finley, Ohio. And did she live at the casino? No, she lives about 45 minutes away. And, and I so you all were like, instead of going, I don't know, to a church service and celebrating no, no, the we birth did of Jesus, church and all we're going to go to a casino and play roulette. We did church. We did all the, all the things in the Christmas spirit. But at one point, I just said, we should go to the casino. Kidding? And everybody was like, I'll go. I'll go. We were there until at least 2 a.m. See, I couldn't go because I would feel like I'm contributing to making someone work on Christmas Eve at the casino. Like, I mean, Matt, there were people there who had to wear those fake tuxedos and deal you that those cards. Yeah, and they did a great job for the casino. They all need a raise because I got beat on every hand I got. Well, God bless us, everyone. Um, so there's so my Toledo facts. Toledo or Kentucky? I'm torn. I think the spread's right on, and there's so many unknown. I don't know how the secondary is going to play. I'm going to take Kentucky. I think to make it a three-star play, I think Phil's losing his mind. To say that they're going to uh, – Kentucky's going to win by only five, and he's so confident it's one of his big plays. Mm-hmm. This is my 
kiss my ass, Phil, your wrong play, Kentucky covers. There you have it, folks. His kiss my ass, Phil, <laughs> Phil your wrong play. I'm going to say Kentucky wins, but I think Toledo covers. I think Kentucky wins uh, 31-21. The and spread. Thus, I'm going to say I, I think they. I, I actually agree with Phil. I think Toledo covers, but I think Kentucky wins. The spread keeps dropping. I could see Kentucky winning, but right around ten, it's already down to That's like exactly what I picked. I know it's already down to I think even ten and a half now. If it just keeps falling, I'll eventually. If it gets under ten, then I might flip. Yes, we'll see. All right, his two star. He doesn't want you to bet everything on it, but if you come over to give him a massage, think about these games. I don't know that we know this one off the top of our head. What is the Rutgers UMass spread? Uh, Rutgers is a 15 and a half point favorite. He has Rutgers by 23. Uh, Odd Shark predicts a a tight one, 23 to 21.3 Rutgers. Oh, oh so that so oh, 1.7 point victory. Now that's interesting. Phil has Rutgers by 23. Odd Shark has Rutgers by one and a half. Yep, one point seven to be exact. Last year when this happened, Odd Shark was almost always correct. Phil was almost always wrong. Are you going Rutgers? Or are you going UMass? Since I know nothing about either team, well, let me give you a couple facts. Okay, uh, Rutgers has thirteen starters back, including quarterback Artur Sitkowski, running back Raheem Blackshear, and noted wide receiver Bo Melton. I don't know why he's noted. How is he noted? <laughs> well, I feel like you, I, have you been noting Bo Melton? Noted Bo Melton. Well, everyone you just said was noted because they're <laughs> just noted them. They're well, in the he's, notes. He's <laughs> so why is he extra noted? I don't know. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and go on record. I'm predicting a big game for Bo Melton. So one of you listeners out there, and I don't know who you are. What time do they play, Rutgers and UMass? And what channel could that possibly be on? <laughs> yeah, it's 7.15 Friday night. I don't have Oh, it's Friday night. I don't have the well, channel. Well, that might be on a television station yeah, if it's Friday you, night. You think. All right, here's the thing. On Friday night, if Bo Melton scores, please tweet me and, and Drew. And if, if Bo Melton scores and you tweet us, I'll, go even, I'll even go further. If Bo Melton scores and you're the first person to tweet us, we will invite you to be a guest picker on the Free Money Podcast one week. See, I'm going I'm to have a guest picker for some of these. You know, like okay. I don't know if we'll have celebrities like they do on College Game Day, but but the the Bo Melton guest picker, whoever's the first one. Now he's got to score because if he doesn't score, then this is irrelevant. I think we need to give some, them something to tweet. We're both Bojangles fans, and they always say it's Bo time. If he scores, tweet us. It's Bo time. It's Bo time. If he scores. I also will know at that moment how many of you <laughs> are on a Friday night watching Rutgers UMass. And like, if that happens, you're also telling yourself something about you. I bet that's on the CBS Sports Network because I think they, they have that, uh, that, that package. Um, and, by the way, I'm taking Rutgers. All right, what are you taking? Uh, that's a big spread. And since I know nothing about either team, like, honestly, if you said like which is the – By the way, you're saying that about every team. Well, so you far. could have said it's a 15-point spread, and I would have known which team is the favorite. <laughs> I will take the underdog. Just you're going to give me 15 points in a game I know nothing about. It is not bow time against UMass. All right. Missouri and Wyoming. This is the thing that's crazy. Missouri is playing a road game in Wyoming. How did that happen? I don't know. They're going to Laramie. I've been to Laramie. Uh, Laramie looks a little bit like the moon. And I'm not even kidding about that. It has like all the 
they're not potholes, but like craters, those yeah. little like little moon craters. Laramie has those too. You ever been to Laramie, Bradley? It is well, it's it's the place to go in Wyoming if you happen to be there. If in Cheyenne isn't open, so I've I, seen the Laramie Project. I didn't see. Well, many that's cra- sad. It's very sad, but I didn't see any know, craters. That's about Matthew Shepard. That's I'm aware, very very sad. That's the only thing I know about it. Missouri, how big a favorite? Uh, Seventeen and a half. All right, Phil's got Missouri by twenty-four. Last year, Wyoming had a game like this. I don't remember who they played, and everybody was like, "Let's watch what." No, it was when Josh Allen was there, because Josh Allen played at Wyoming, didn't he? I think he did, right? Yes, yes. And jo- they hosted some big team. I can't remember. And the whole country watched to see Josh Allen. And the Wyoming lost by like 60. Um, I, I feel like this might be a similar game. I am taking Missouri. I, I know I'm not supposed to say this. I'm a Kentucky fan. They've kind of become a rival. But I think they're going to be very good this year. Apparently, Missouri, by the way, went to Wyoming a week in advance to prepare for the altitude. And the craters. You think that's necessary? A week in advance? First of all, didn't class just start? Are yeah. they skipping the first week of class to go hang out in Wyoming? Sounds like it. That just makes me feel more confident. Do, in the game. do you believe in Kelly Bryant? I do, and their offensive line is awesome. So he's going to get a lot of time. Missouri worries me when they come to UK. I think they're going to win a lot of games by a lot. They kill the Wyoming Cowboys and their craters. All right, let's go Thursday night. The season kicks off. By the way, if you're here at KS Bar, you can get a KS Growler. There's one. You like these right here? Look at this. Mr. For those of you watching on television at home, look at that right there. That's a nice little thing right here. Very nice. Uh, we will be serving these. If they're free on Thursday night. You have to buy something to put in it. Yes. But uh, if you buy something to put in it, they're free only on Thursday night. The KS Growler. For, and you can watch UCLA Cincinnati. What do you got? UCLA is, uh, well, Cincinnati is a three-point favorite. Huh. Cincinnati hosts the game. Cincinnati's good. They went like 11-1 and one last year, didn't they? They had like a good. crazy good record. And did you see the list of alcohol they're serving this year at Cincinnati games? <laughs> no, I did not The Cincinnati that. paper, what's the Inquirer? The Cincinnati Inquirer. The paper, yeah. uh, the website. They <laughs> listed like, the my brews. Grandpa, get the paper. Which one? <laughs> the paper. I went to Best of Brews here in Lexington. They had every brewery in the world. And they didn't have as much beer options as Cincinnati Stadium. Really? It is going to be a party at those games. And you probably don't get to host a team like UCLA very much. No. I'm taking Cincinnati. Uh, me too. I think it's going to be a good inv- atmosphere. Everyone will be drunk. Thursday uh, night, t- KS give the, Growlers. Give me the Bearcats. I- I'm going with the Bearcats too. Now, Phil yeah. has UCLA by one. This, Ooh, is, uh, this is Chip Kelly's second year. Odd Shark has uh, Cincinnati by 20. 20? Yep. Dude, I'm all team, in on Cincinnati. Team Odd Shark. You know what? I think Thursday night. That should be our KS Growler Play of the Week. Okay. So, that for those of you watching at home, the KS Growler Play of the Week are the Bearcats. See, what, what Bradley's going to do there is at that moment, like a Bearcat logo will pop wow. on the screen. Wow. Like, Just in case you can't do it. Wow. Here we go. We'll cut that if you're able to get one, but you have one in the database if needed. Did you just do a murder? That's a Bearcat. <laughs> okay. Um, Clemson plays Georgia Tech. Now, a couple things. I to have note. strong thoughts about this A couple this things game. to note about this game before you do it. It's the first game ever on the ACC Network. Katie George, former UofL volleyball player. and, and, and Miss me- Kentucky. Miss Kentucky and a media member. She is the sideline reporter for the number one team on the ACC Network. Just to give you an example, that was the job Laura Rutledge had for a number of years. And she's got it right off the bat. Georgia Tech is running is for the first time in 13 years is not going to run the option. 
So they but they hired a so so this will be their first game in 13 years where their fans won't want to cut their heads off. Like they're going to have to watch an actual football game. Clemson is hosting the game. I'm not sure there is a spread it could be I, that would be that would be not high enough for me to pick Clemson. I'm going to have to double check the spread because it's moving rapidly. I think it opened at 31. I see it at 37 now. Wow. You can't make it high enough. Georgia Tech's new coach wants to run a fast-paced offense. That's going to get thrown right in his face. Clemson wins by 50. Phil is insinuating this could be his free September five-star put-it-to-the-wall play. This is going to be a massacre. And by the way, it won't even be September yet. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Phil. (laughs) I I want to like you. His Christmas Thursday night game of the week. You can't uh, make it your September five-star when it's August. Oh, uh, But I'm going to agree with him. This, Clemson's going to want to make a statement. Their defense is awesome. Georgia Tech is trying something new. Their receivers haven't been thrown to since they've been on campus. They're not going to know what to do. Yeah. This one is going to be nasty. All right. Let's go. The, I'll, I'll give you the odd shark prediction. What is it? Well, they have it a little tighter. They have 55-16. That's not tighter. Well, it's tighter than fifty-five. Sixteen is thirty-nine points. Yeah, but I mean, if the spread's moving, it could it's be. Still, it's still covering. Yeah, no, but it's I mean, tighter than what? Seventy points? No, I call bloodbath. I mean, the way the you spread. You don't think fifty-five sixteen is a bloodbath? No, but the way the spread's moving, that might actually be a Georgia Tech cover by a kickoff. Okay, so for you, like fifty-five sixteen, that's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for Georgia Tech in this game, yes. Okay, All right, I actually no, I'm dead serious. I think that would be a good performance by them. Battle of the Mormons, Utah and BYU for the holy underwear. What the BYU? He's got Utah by one. The game is at BYU. I, I, I don't even know how you'd know which one was which, <laughs> where it was. Utah though, Utah it feels like to me is always better than we think. Like every year at the end of the year, doesn't Utah go like nine and three and has a chance to go in the yeah, Rose I Bowl? Got, I got Utah here. I do too. What's the spread? Uh, Utah is a six and a half point favorite. Okay, so he's picking BYU because he has Utah only by one. I'm I'm taking Utah. I, I, I think Odd this, Shark likes BYU. They have Utah winning by two. You know what this is going to be? If it's six and a half, what does that seem like I'll do? <laughs> uh, is this the first tease of I season three tease. of free money? I think it's time. You know, you give me six or seven points, and I like the team to win. It's going to be a tiggity tease. I think I'm going with Utah. All right. That's a, that's I'm a Thursday. With Utah so, also. do you like the Utah? Would you go with a Utah Cincinnati parlay? I don't think I need um, a tease on Cincinnati. I'm good on that one. If you find me another game, I'll work in a little tease tastic. I didn't uh, say tease. I said parlay. Oh, I, I thought you were going to go with the uh, teaser there because you just said you'd tease it down. Well, what would you put in your teaser if you're teasing at six points? If I was going to do a three-team tease, which is like seven to one, six to one odds. I'd go Utah, Cincinnati, and Clemson, and I would just just rake in the money and buy more KS Growlers. You know, a, a Kentucky tease brings it down to minus six. It's not the worst. Yeah, I'm, I don't bet Kentucky. You know my rule. Purdue, Nevada. I don't not bet Kentucky. Purdue, Nevada. I don't think we're going to put Purdue, Nevada on the, the video. I don't think it's like people are like sitting at home Purdue. going, will they please tell me what's going to happen with Purdue, Nevada? You know, Purdue has Rondale Moore, though, who's like Mr. Excitement. Everybody loves yeah. Rondale Moore. Uh, Purdue is an 11-point favorite. Doesn't that seem low? Like, has anybody thought about Nevada since Kaepernick? Odd Shark has Nevada winning. No way. 
thirty to twenty eight. Really? That's odd, Shark. I'm I'm not siding with him. But that's there. Well, Purdue ended last season, see if this matters to you, on a one and six against the spread run. Purdue got pretty bad. The public money and public bets is pretty split down the middle. It's 48-52. All right, well, maybe I'll stay away from this one then. Colorado, Colorado State. Can I say something about this game? Every single year the same thing happens to me. It's Friday night before the first opening Kentucky game. I'm sitting at home. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, and I turn on TV and Colorado and Colorado State are on. I don't care. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, the game angers me. The game genuinely angers me because I do, it, it is irrelevant to me, and I watch every minute of it. I don't know why I care. I always end up rooting for Colorado State because they're the smaller conference team. They never win. So I hate this game, but nevertheless, I am certain I will watch it. Uh, it opened at 10, but it's already up to 13. Colorado is favored. Phil has Colorado by 12. What do you got? I challenge you to say something about either team. Who coaches either team? Well, uh, they, they both have a coach. <laughs> uh, there's one on each side plus his assistants. Do not know their names. Can you name, name every Colorado football player you could name? Well, first In I was going to say Jim, Jim McElwain came from Colorado State, so I can name a coach from the past – Gary, what's his face that, that that cussed out the female kicker went there with the coach yeah. there? Gary Barnett. I'm drawing a blank on him. Is that his name, Gary Barnett? Sure. We'll go with it. All right, but let's go with football players. Name a Colorado football player. Well, it's just – don't know where to start. Let me go alphabetical or numerical. I've got one. Eric sleeping with B enemy. I don't know who that is. You know Eric B enemy, right? Bradley, you don't remember Eric B enemy? He's like early 90s. He's really good. Colorado, like, I think shared a national championship. In like 90 or 91. See if they shared an – I think this is right. I think they split a national championship with Georgia Tech, which sounds like it's made up. sounds awful. But I think in 1990 or 91, Colorado and Georgia Tech split a national championship. See if I'm right about that. I'm pulling it up now. That shouldn't even count. And I believe Eric sleeping with the enemy was on the team. 1990, they do have a claimed national championship. And is it with Georgia Tech? I don't think the Wikipedia page wanted to include Georgia Tech. It doesn't mention that. <laughs> well, then look up Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has a national title. Hang on. I know this is the great radio, but I'm going to look this up. Georgia Tech football national championship. Um, they won – I can't spell football. Uh, football <laughs> – National cha- 1990. So Georgia Tech so and Colorado split, split a national championship in 1990. Now, what? Uh, who you got in this game? Uh, you say Colorado State never wins. It's never even close. I mean, you're my expert here. I'm I, going to you. Colorado is eight and two against the spread in this series. I'm going to take Colorado State to cover. They won't right. win. Colorado will probably win by tennis, but they won't cover. All right, let's go to the Saturday games. The big games this week. There's not a lot of good ones. Let's start with Alabama-Duke. What's the spread in Alabama-Duke? The fact, let me just say, that Alabama is playing Duke in this game is the worst thing that Nick Saban has ever done. (laughs) Nick Saban, you are Alabama. Duke are a bunch of dorks. Just take a look at a Duke crowd. That's where Bradley inserts the crowd right there. and like They're like screaming and they're all dorky. 
Kentucky. Just take a look at a Duke crowd and then tell me that Alabama should be opening the season with them. They found a way to play Louisville the year after Lamar Jackson. Then they go with Duke. It is the wimpiest thing I've ever seen. I know everybody's been praising Nick Saban because he had that video where he's like, oh, give kids a second chance. Even I put something up about it. By the way, people need to stop retweeting. I've got like <laughs> 5,000 retweets of me on that video. Please stop. You're, you're ruining my Twitter. But nevertheless – as good as he was for saying that, he's bad for playing Duke. It opened at 31. It's now at 34. He actually has Duke covering Alabama by 28. Doesn't well, Alabama has some streak where they've covered this game. They've won 17 straight openers. And listen to this. They've covered 10 of the last 11 season openers. That's, an ama- that's really objectively an amazing run. It, 10 and 1 against the spread in season openers. It is. I'm going to do – I'm trying to pull up the number here, like a first quarter Alabama, because they're going to jump right all over them. And they might them. call the dogs off. I don't. When a spread gets that big, anything can happen at the end. I'm trying to pull up what it is for first half and first quarter. You can pretty much guess. Um, Whatever, it doesn't here matter. It I mean, first quarter Alabama nine points. Hammer that. I, I, it is interesting though. For I want to go back to Alabama being ten and one against the spread. Alabama is 10-1 and one against the spread in opening games, even though they're Alabama. And, like, so that means they get stupid money because everybody knows about Alabama, and they still cover it every time. So, like, I'm not going to bet this game because I would only bet Alabama. The spread's so high, I'm not going to. But, like, if you had to bet, don't you have to bet Alabama? Yeah, but I'm going to give you a little trick I used last year. I might have said this on the podcast last year, but there was, like, eight straight games. Alabama went up 21 nothing. And the live spread would jump to like 80. I'm saying I would wait till they were up so big because they weren't going to continue to score three touchdowns and every five it. minutes. Yeah. And I would take the other team to cover 79, whatever it would get up to. And then things would kind of level out and get normal in the second half. All right. Georgia and Vanderbilt. Georgia opens the season with the SEC foe for the first time since 1995. And this is what's so stupid about Phil. He talked about what he talks then about what happened in 1995. As if that has any, I mean, <laughs> That's literally, some of the if you text. played in 1995, your child could be in this game. Why in the world would that matter? But nevertheless, he puts it in there. But go ahead. Uh, Georgia's a 21 point favorite. He's got Georgia by 27. Now, Vanderbilt, by the way, has a really good running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Yep. Like, they, all three of those guys – Vanderbilt, there's something to think about this year. They have a running back, wide receiver, and tight end that will all go in the top three rounds of the draft. And the wide receiver and the tight end might go in the first round of the draft. So, when you're looking at Vanderbilt, they suck, but they do have a lot of guys that can play uh, athletically. And let me go further, they always play Georgia close. They don't win, but they always play Georgia close. It looks like Vandy is – 13 and 2. No, excuse me. Sorry. Vandy has lost seven straight SEC openers. But against Georgia, they they are 7 and 3 against the spread. I feel like I saw somewhere earlier this week, maybe I'm making this up, but Kirby Smart said it's the best running back tight end and receiver we'll see all year. He did say that. Okay. I saw him say I, that. I knew yes. I didn't make that up. That being said, Georgia still kills them. This is another one can't get high enough for me. But you you what what is it? Twenty one? Yeah, I think at twenty one, I'm betting. First of all, I'm betting Georgia, and I'm probably teasing it. Teasing it to what? Fourteen. Gonna take the seven point. Yeah, because I feel. I mean, there's a scenario where they only win by seventeen. I think there's a scenario where they win by forty. Games in Nashville. Does that matter to you? Do Vandy fans even know where the stadium is? 
It's right next to that hotel. Oh, I've been there. Uh, it's Every time I've been for a Kentucky game, there haven't been Vandy fans there. The thing about the Vandy Stadium is, and, the, and for people who've been there, they know this, you can be there and still not be able to find it. <laughs> no, I mean, it. Like, 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 it, like it's really kind of hard to find. You know, well, Maria went there, right? Like, or you work there or whatever. But, like, don't you know, it's like in that little grove back there, and you can be like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, the stadium's right there. And you go, what? Where? <laughs> It's the only football stadium I've ever seen that is next to a science building that is more easily able to be found. Yeah, it just kind of pop. You'll be driving. It's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> it has no distinguishing landmarks. You know, most big stadiums, you're coming into town and you see it up on the hill. Yes. You're getting on campus. It's all lit up. Vanderbilt is like, where? Yeah, where and you it? have to dodge the crowds running to the library to get to the stadium. <laughs> It's, it's just a weird so, situation. Not giving them a home field advantage. Georgia wins by a lot. All right. I, I agree with you. Uh, Memphis and Ole Miss. This is the game with the closest uh, – this is the game with the closest spread of all of them on here. It is a .5 spread. Uh, I don't – Phil still is ridiculous. He has Memphis by .5. Wait, he's, he's predicting <laughs> – I get an odd shark because it's a computer system, but he's predicting. <laughs> feels uh, like it's, this game's either going to end tied or with one point. I can't choose. Anyway. Well, the spread is six and a half. By uh, who? Who's the Memphis. Favorite? Yeah, Memphis is good. Ole Miss and they're is at home. Not. And Ole Miss is not. I'm taking Memphis. Well, okay. I, I'm going to tease Memphis. Actually, I, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking Ole Miss. Because the, I think any time a team like Memphis is heavily favored to a power conference team, that's when they lose. And Ole Miss and Memphis are very close to each other. I can see Ole Miss fans. I bet there'll be more. Away. There'll be as many Ole Miss fans as there yeah. will be Memphis. I'm going to join you. Give me Ole Miss. I, I, Plus I, six and a half. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, Virginia Tech, Boston College. Does Patrick Tolles still play for Boston College? Do not. Uh, it opened Virginia Tech. A two-point favorite is now up to five. All right, Phil's got Virginia Tech by three. Frank Beamer's no longer the coach there. Who is the coach? Uh, they have one. Um, I don't know. Paxton Lynch. <laughs> what do you like? Who Memphis? is Paxton Lynch? <laughs> he was the quarterback for the Broncos like a year ago. Oh. Be a weird turn of events <laughs> if he's now coaching. No, I, look, and wait, he wait, went wait. to Memphis. <laughs> I don't know how he'd get that job. Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Paxton. <laughs> no, Paxton Lynch. Wait a minute. I'm, I think I know this. Paxton Lynch was the quarterback at Memphis. His coach is the coach of Virginia Tech. Okay. What was his name? Justin Fuente. Is it Fuente? Justin? Justin Fuente. Justin, see? Maria was over there looking like I didn't know what I was talking about. Justin, <laughs> Justin Fuente coached Paxton Lynch, and now Justin Fuente is at Virginia Tech. Now, Bud Foster. Do you know who Bud Foster is? Yes. He retired. This will be the first year Bud Foster has not been the coach of the Virginia Tech defense in like 30 years. Uh, Fuente also coached Andy Dalton. Did you know that? First sentence of his Wikipedia page, he coached Andy Dalton and God, Paxton Lynch. I would Lynch. love if that was the first sentence of my <laughs> Wikipedia page. Coached or knew Andy Dalton. Please make that the first sentence of my Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> knew Andy Dalton. Matt Jones is a radio host who knew Andy Dalton. But do you know him? That's a I don't. That's what <laughs> makes it even better is I don't know him. I'm going to go Virginia Tech. All right. I'm going to go Virginia Tech, too. They have won their last three season openers, which actually isn't that many. But, nevertheless, <laughs> I'm going to take Virginia Tech. Odd Shark has Boston College keeping it within two and a half. 
Okay, gotcha. All right, the big game of the night, actually, is Oregon-Auburn. This is a big game for the Pac-12 because the Pac-12, no one cares about their football at all. Like, at all. Allegedly, Washington goes 10-2 and two every year. I've not watched a Washington football game. I know Chris Peterson coaches them. But, like, I sometimes we'll turn on Washington State hoping to see Mike Leach take his shirt off. But otherwise, I do not turn on a Pac-12. I'm glad you said they don't even know they have football because I feel like every year at the end of the season, someone from the Pac-10 just calls everyone else on the other side of the country. They're like, yeah, Washington, they were really good. They went 10-2, and two, put them in the playoff. But no one <laughs> – Witnessed it. No one can argue it. Yeah, we don't know who they beat. How can you have We're a strong opinion? We're just told that one of the Pac-12 schools had a good year. Yeah. So, Oregon needs to win at Auburn. The, uh, what is the line? Uh, it's up to three and a half. It opened at two and a half. Auburn, I assume? Yes. Okay. For Phil Steele, are you ready for this, Bradley? This is the Phil Steele underdog play of the week, Oregon over Auburn. No way. I'm picking Auburn. 3,000 times in a row, Pac-12 teams do not win. Auburn wins by double digits. Oregon with the upset. Oh, stop it. When has a Pac-12 team won a game that matters? Well, I think it's not Pac-12 versus SEC. I think Auburn's going to suck again. Their quarterback, he's never – But, the, but he's a true game. fresh. His name is Bo Nix. It's a great name, but it's his first game. I'm saying the lights are too bright for Bo Nix. Auburn – Loses Oregon shocks the world. Can I give you a a uh, can I give you a statistic that helps you? Oregon has eighteen returning starters. They are the most experienced team in the country and the best, maybe the best quarterback in the country. One of them, Justin Herbert. Hubert, what's his Justin name? Justin Herb is it Herbert or Herbert? Herbert. He could have gone to the NFL and been a top pick. And Why did he? Because he wanted to beat Auburn. He said, "I'm going to break." <laughs> This trend of us sucking. He should have just gone to Alabama. Well, the Ducks win. (laughs) That was a good line, by the way. And Gus Malzahn's fired by the end of the year. Yeah, I think Gus Malzahn gets fired too. And it starts with them losing to Oregon. But I think he wins this game because, again, who cares about Oregon? Uh, The Pac-12's got to win a game for me to to feel This is the one. All right, now you remember that Phil likes to do his featured plays. These are the plays that he is featuring. And his first one is – the technical play of the week. Now, what I've learned is the technical play is when you consider all the statistics, this team is better than the spread is giving them credit. Would you like to know his technical play of the week? I would be honored to know. His technical play of the week is Georgia Southern, who okay. plays LSU. What's the spread of that one? 27 and a half. I he, don't know where he's going with this. He's saying Georgia Southern will cover the 27 and a half due to technical reasons. No. Give me LSU. LSU is going to be good this year. Here's what I like. He doesn't tell me what the technical reasons are. You just got to trust him. He just is like, look, there are some technical reasons. And the good thing about the word technical is you really can't, like, dispute it. Yeah. It's like when you come on TV and say there's technical difficulties. Well, they're technical. Clearly something's happening that's technical. I don't know about it. I'm not a tech guy. So So you have to pay extra for him to explain his his – I don't know. Now, his revenge play of the week. Remember, this is where something happened last year that is going to make them have revenge and sort of hulk up, to use a, a, a wrestling phrase. UCLA over Cincinnati. Because you remember Cincinnati yeah. went to UCLA last year and pounded them. I, again, we're disagreeing. We just said Cincinnati, their drunk fans with their 50 alcohol options are going to make a great environment and they're going to win. Cover the three. Finally, his situational play of the week. 
meaning that there is a situation here. Okay. <laughs> I would argue there's a situation in every game. <laughs> Situational play is Texas State against Texas A&M. There's a situation happening right there. <laughs> and I need to know, because this is a Thursday night game. This is the game on the SEC Network. This is a game that will be on at KS Bar in the back corner with the drunks and the growlers. It's clear – I assume he's taking Texas State. To, he is. It's clear people agree with him because the spread is moving the other direction. What is it? It was 34-and-a-half, now it's 33-and-a-half. <laughs> so it's moving <laughs> one oh boy. You know what? I'm taking Texas State. Texas State. I believe – this is going to be part of my parlay. Okay. I believe Texas State has a situation happening that is going to make them be able to cover. And they're not going to win the game. But they're going to cover, and if they do cover, I will – I'll tell you what, if, if Texas State covers, and I'm still here, neither of which are certain, <laughs> on Thursday night. The game starts at 8.30, so I'm going to bet you're <laughs> probably not here. Yeah, that's going to be like midnight. Yeah. I'm not going to be here, so never mind. <laughs> I'm still taking Texas State. What about you? A&M. So you're going against all of Phil's – both his both his technical, his revenge, and his situational play. Yes, but – my reasoning is technical, and I don't have to tell you anymore. <laughs> well, well, thank you about that. Well, all right, so that is our first uh, our first thing. Remember, what we want to find out is what was the guy's kid's name, Mo Helton? Bo. It's Bo time. Bo Melton. Bo, Bo Melton it's or Mo Helton. <laughs> if he scores for Missouri, it's Bo time. We want to go to Oracle Betting Solutions. Go look at the place, and then if you want to email suggestions of how they can make the site more modern – I think they'd take them, don't you? They could, but they're not worried about glam. It's about the substance. It's about the numbers. It's about breaking Las Vegas, and they're on the right track to do that. You know what they say right here? They apply Wall Street research to sports betting. What do you think that means? Well, I mean, it means exactly what they said. They take Wall Street research. They take it off of is, Wall Street. Minute, hang on. Is that the technical play? Yeah. <laughs> They remove it from Wall Street and put it into the college football gambling landscape. You know, oh, that's why I like them. You know, politicians say they're Main Street, not Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Oracle's like, we're Wall Street. They're Street. you know what? Wall Street makes money. And at Oracle Betting Solutions, we're making money. I think it's a great strategy. And I'm excited to, to use them in my college football picks this year. All right. Well, that's what we're going to do. So this is the first ever free – well, not first ever. First <laughs> one this year, free money podcast. Uh, it's the very first one that's ever been videotaped. This will go down – I believe they will put this in the National Archives as one of – is this our – now that I don't have Hey Kentucky, is this our Emmy submission this year? Is this, well, we'll wait for maybe another episode one week. We're just, we'll kind of get our – yeah, get, get our groove. Get our groove. We've got some going. technical things to work out. That's right. So uh, thank you folks very much for listening, and this has been the uh, Free Money Podcast.